It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Abbott in the bowl. Cameron White gets a full toss, doesn't get it through, but gets it well enough. South Africa scramble at the non-strikers and Cameron White leads Australia to victory. 41 from 31 balls. Cool as you like. Yeah, cool as you like. He is too, wasn't he? Cameron White, one of the greats. And for those who have just tuned in for the first time, you're listening to Saturdays in Gippsland with Rob Popplestone and Sam Watson. We talk sport, we talk what's happening in world sport, national sport, but we really like to hone in on those that started their careers in the Gippsland area. And sometimes they may have just driven through the area, and that's good enough for us to talk to. But this bloke, originally from Benstar, which I didn't know, um, and, geez, wasn't he a superstar? Wasn't yeah, he was. a superstar, Sammy? Cameron White, who joins us right now. Morning, Cameron. How are you going? Uh, morning, fellas. How are you? Yeah, going good. Going good. How does a bloke from Bensdale end up being the youngest captain of uh, Victoria and then representing the country? Where does it, where does it all start for a, for a young kid in Bensdale? <laughs> um, oh, look, I'm not sure, but uh, well, for me, it started, it started off at the, at the Wyong Cricket Oval, probably you know, knocking around with my, with my old man, sort of growing up like any sort of young kid did down at the you know, local sort of sports oval. And then from there, you, you know, you get involved in whether it's footy or cricket or whatever else that you sort of do it when you're at a young age. But for me, yeah, sort of I've gravitated to cricket and, you know, um, sort of just you know, sort of just, I just followed the pretty traditional sort of pathway for a young sort of cricketer in Victoria, to be honest. And were you always a gun cricketer in all the, like, were you always one of the best players in all the representative squads and that as you were coming through, Cameron? Or did you hit, kind of hit form as you, as you stepped up levels in, in, the, in the later teens? Um, oh, I think I always sort of played in all those sort of rep sides, whether it was yeah, starting off in uh, in the country with the, you know, whether it was, jeez, uh, I can't even remember what the competition was called back then. It was so long ago, maybe Co- Coca-Cola Cup or something like that. It was the <laughs> under-16s was, but yeah, but then, um, you know, big under-17s and under-19s I, I played. And you know, as I sort of said, I, I followed the pretty much the, the pathway system that's still sort of in place for the young players, young cricketers in, in Victoria now, so... Well, I don't know about a gun, but I, I managed to scrape into the um, you know those those uh, rep sides you know most of my sort of junior in junior days. As a young kid, I guess uh, probably idols have a fair impact on whether you want to become a you know a batsman or a bowler or both. Who were some of the idols of a young Cameron White? Oh, pretty obvious ones for me. I was sort of warning was at his peak when I was sort of growing up, so that was that's probably where my um, well, leg, leg spinners, I started off probably and got my opportunity in first-class cricket as a leg spinner sort of thing. So definitely morning. And the other player I really liked watching that was Mark War. So uh, two, you know, really entertaining players. So they were, um, you know, when I was growing up in Bensdale, watching a bit of cricket on the telly, they were the two that I sort of, I guess you subconsciously try to try to be like. And, and when you when you first started your career there, as you, as you touched on there, Cam, selectors were... Obviously, high on your batting ability, but they, you were also being looked at as a leggy. You're obviously more known for your batting as people look back at your career now. But were you confident at the time that you could cement your spot at a high level bowling leggies? Yeah, I guess initially uh, that's how I got my opportunity, um, and then 
Uh, but as a junior, I always probably I batted pretty high in the order sort of thing. So it's just worked out that the way I yeah, got into senior cricket, um, especially in Melbourne, was probably more batting sort of middle to lower order and, and you know picked mainly as a bowler. But I, you know, uh, like any sort of young player, you know, tried to do, I just tried to do everything pretty much. I tried to bat and bowl and field and just be involved in the game sort of thing. So eventually, yeah, I think just a bit of natural progression with my batting, it sort of caught up to my bowling and then probably eventually my, you know, my batting sort of, you know, you know, got in front of where I could, you know, get to as a, as a bowler sort of thing. So it was sort of, um, yeah, and I, for, a, for a while there, I was probably, you know, really an all-rounder and then, yeah, eventually as I got a bit older and learned how to bat, which, which takes a while. <laughs> um, yeah, I, my, my batting sort of, yeah, became, became the thing I was sort of getting picked for. Yeah, well, you've taken 195 first-class wickets, nice. Cam has Poppy, so that's nothing to sneeze at. No, unbelievable. <laughs> what, what, I, I, always, I always think about that moment. You know, you're, you're a young kid and you're, you're, yeah, you're looking up to Shane Warne and Mark Warne, and then all of a sudden you're given the baggy green. Can you take us through that moment when you know it's coming, you've been selected and it, it's, uh, the baggy green's coming your way? Yeah, I guess mine was, uh, was a bit of a um, shock there for when I got uh, picked because I think I was a late call up to, uh, I think the, the test team was in India and, um, you know, they were about to start a warm-up match, uh, a pre-tour warm-up sort of match over there and someone, I think it might have been Bryce McGain, might have got injured and then I got sort of rushed over there, quickly got a visa and then, you know, very soon after that I was sort of, you know, as you sort of mentioned there, getting, getting a bag of green. So mine went from probably excitement to nerves pretty quickly too, if I was being, uh, <laughs> if I'm being honest with you. So, but, um, you know, looking back, it was that was you know playing in those. I only played four tests, but it was you know something you can't you know you, no one can t- sort of take that away. But it was definitely um, you know bowling to some of those guys, um, you know uh, in their home conditions was, was pretty tough work. And probably at that stage, that I'm being honest with you, like my bowling as we sort of just touched on, my bowling was probably just almost trending down, whereas my batting was trending up, sort of thing. So it was quite of um, looking back, it was a weird situation to be in, kind of. Like not at the top of my game, bowling to Tendulkar and Dravid and Laxman in India. Yeah. Um, you know, not not super confident with what I was doing. So, but again, I, I gave it an absolute, you know, the best shot I could, and you know, uh, you know, nothing, you know, can never, no one can take that away. No, exactly right. And, and cricket's one of those games that's evolved so quickly in so many areas. You know, you talk about playing four tests, but you had one day cricket, twenty twenty Big Bash, IPL. There was so much going on. How, how do players get their head around the demands of cricket today? Because they, you'd have to oh, look. It'd have to be carefully planned, I suspect. Yeah, it does, and yeah, it's probably something. Um that I only really caught up with me sort of later in my cricketing sort of life that, you know, I'd been away and, as you know, I was, I was born and bred in Bensdale and, you know, I, I loved getting back to the country and I, you know, I would never sort of, and I like sort of being at home sort of thing. So, you know, 20 years down the track, I sort of was pretty worn out from just, you know, from travelling and being away yeah. from home a lot. So something you have to be probably pretty mindful as, you know, a professional cricketer these days, you've got to get your head around you know, being in bubbles and, um, you know, away from home for long periods of the time. And, and as you mentioned there, it is um, today's schedule, um, as the current players always talk about, is probably more busier than, than ever sort of thing. So uh, I guess it, you sort of got to get yourself into a mentality that your career doesn't last that long. So you've just got to make the most of it while you're going. Well, I think that your career lasted a bit longer than, yeah. than most, Cam. But you, you achieved way too much to go th- for us to go through your whole career. But apart from getting the baggy green, which we touched on, what, what do you look at as, as the highlight of your career? 
yeah, obviously all the games that you that I played for Australia were, were probably highlights, and you know the first ones, are, you know the ones that stick out. But oh, look, I, the win, uh, Sheffield Shield wins for Victoria, are something that I really, I really enjoyed playing for the Vic. So pretty passionate about sort of thing, and you're great, and you make sort of life, life long sort of uh, friend friendships over those sort of wins, and you know being. Um, you know, at the end of the season, you get a chance to celebrate and, and really have a good time and and, uh, and soak those wins up, sort of thing. So those you know uh, periods with the Vicks where we were winning shields and winning lots of games and really dominating seasons, that that that's something I sort of really you know remember well and, and hopefully do for a long time. And I was at Marvel Stadium the day that the Renegades and BBL08 pulled off that amazing comeback in the grand final. Where does that sit? <laughs> that was... Where does that sit uh, in your achievements, mate? Right, pretty close to the top. <laughs> that was a bit more personal, that one. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, that was a bit of a spite coming out, obviously, uh, starting starting at the Stars and then moving across later to the Renegade. So that was, um, in terms of enjoyment, that was a very satisfying uh, uh, win. Um, getting a bit uh, self, selfish there, a bit personal, you know, <laughs> as opposed to being so. But um, no, that, you know, uh, having played and, and started the Big Bash when it sort of started off with the Stars and then making so many uh, finals there and getting so close. It was, yeah, it was obviously a very uh, nice, uh, very sweet sort of victory, that one, um, to come up against the old team uh, to, to get the win. Yeah. You mentioned uh, lifelong friendships that are made. I'll, I'll shoot through some players and uh, just give us a one line on, on each of these players as they pop up. Darren Berry. Oh, passionate. Yeah, absolutely. Shane Warne. Well, the best. Yeah. Dave, David Hooks. Uh, legend of the game, great, uh, great influence over my career, especially as a young player. Got my starting, you know, for, for the Vicks. So yeah, I owe him a lot. Sorry, that was a lot more than one line. <laughs> no, nah, mate, you, you, whatever comes out, Brad Hodge. Ah, uh, the Dodge. Jeez, uh, I'm not sure what I can say about the Hodge. He's a funny man, but um, he was, a, you know, he's a Victorian great. Uh, Andrew Simons. Speaking of talented, I think he'd be right up there with one of the most talented players I've ever seen. He could do anything. Ricky Ponting. Legend. Uh, Justin Langer. Uh, Australian legend. And as we've read about in the last couple of weeks, he's a very passionate passionate and hardworking man. Uh, Michael Clark. Very good uh, tactician on the field and obviously great record for Australia, especially in in all formats, really. But he uh, he was an underrated tactician, I think. Sachin Tendulkar. <laughs> Jeez, you really come on, come on. The, obvi- the obvious ones here, yeah, yeah. Um, come on, no, come on. Tell us what. Clearly, tell, tell, tell us about the time you took his wicket. Ah, uh, look, the, the lights <laughs> at the stadium that you know late afternoon. It was a smoggy <laughs> afternoon. Like, it was dark, and I deceived him in the in the in the bad light. And he chipped one up the short cover. Like, yeah, probably oh, got a bit I, lucky there. I gave you a lollipop there to hit out of the park as soon as I mentioned his name. I had to encourage you to say it, though, didn't I? <laughs> I knew where you were going with it. <laughs> and just before we let you go, Cam, you're coaching now. Uh, what Were you always uh, interested in, in making the move to coaching after your playing days finished? <laughs> I guess growing up in, uh, in Bensdale and going just doing about 10 years of Bensdale secondary school, I didn't really have a lot of other choices on the table after I finished my career, career to be honest. But no, something that I'm you know, pretty passionate about. I'm working with the Adelaide Strikers and the Big Bashes as assistant coach yeah. and uh, a little bit here with uh, Victorian Second Eleven and their sort of underage program. So it's something I'm enjoying. It's a good transition for me sort of after playing for quite a while. So, 
yeah, um, hopefully I can uh, continue, you know, with the coaching for a little while yet. Uh, good on you, mate. We look forward to having you uh, you involved in cricket for a great... You've been a great ambassador to the game, and as people are listening throughout Gippsland now, they, they get a bit of an insight into who you are, and it's, uh, it's really great that you've made the time to have a chat with us this morning, Cam. Much appreciated. Uh, no, just at all. Good on you, mate. Cameron White, one of the uh, greats of this state, one of the greats of the country, and his record stands for itself, Sammy. Probably, probably our... Uh biggest name that we've had on this show I'd have to say yeah I'd, I'd think so in fact you've you've outdone yourself today we've, we've gone from Aussie Jones to Cameron White I mean if we come up with Mike Tyson after the break I reckon it's going to be one of the great sports shows of all time